Hello everybody and welcome back to Grand Terra Adventures. I'm your GM and also executive producer and a handful of other things, Sinstaku. And we are doing a thing and I normally have a spiel here. And normally it's really good and clean, like I practice it or like I have it on a writing thing behind the monitor or like I've done it a million times. But unfortunately today, for some reason, my brain has decided to <laughs> fart everything out of it. And so instead of the normal spiel, I'm here explaining to you why I don't have a spiel. That comes after. That comes after I do this, where I, I say something witty and witty and, and, and funny. And then I go, and with me today is Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm playing Neurali, the tiefling monk cleric. <laughs> Jesus. And Jack. <laughs> and this is Jack. I play Fakir, the elf warlock. And Cody. Um, Cody, I'm playing Theod, the half-orc bloodhunter. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm playing Lavis, the halfling cleric. And William. Hi, I'm William. I'm playing Graza, the half-orc bloodhunter. And me. I'm sorry, and Sarah. <laughs> this is going to be one of those. We made blood mage. This is going to be one of those sessions, isn't it? Oh yeah, Smooth as fuck. And we are collectively, we are Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. Check us out on our website at finalshowfilms.com. Also check us out on our Patreon page at patreon.com/fsfilm. That helps pay the bills and pay for all sorts of new stuff like the mixer that we just recently got. Um, and you can also follow me on Twitter. You can follow all these people on Twitter, but we'll. I, we've never done their Twitter handles before, so fuck it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, that's, that's a real good way to keep your people staying around. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Wait, we're supposed to have a Twitter? No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> hey, me being sick means I get naturally closer to my character's voice. Look at that. Anyways, uh, all that being said, when last we left our heroes, they were uh, resting in Tinkerton, the Elmer City, uh, in the mountain range on, along the northwestern or northeastern coast of. It's uh, tiny here. Yeah, it's tiny here on the northeastern coast of northern Ionia. Um, yeah, everything is small, and Lavis is enjoying it immensely. Uh, and so we return. But before we return, there is something that has to happen. Sofa care. Uh oh. <laughs> you yeah. you uh, find yourself waking up hundreds and hundreds of miles above the ground. Uh, you look around and you realize once more you've been summoned by your master to the uh, that sort of that place between the astral plane and the world below. Uh, where you can you sort of exist in both areas at the same time. Um, and you once more find yourself uh, standing before the verdant throne of your, of the uh, Shade Warden, your uh, patron? Patron, that's the word I was looking for. Patron. patron, your patron. And he looks at you expectantly. So, do you have anything I must. of interest for me? Possibly a few, yes. We did find one of the seals of Edos' tomb. It's currently locked away in a bag to which we do not hold the password. But 
We are pursuing that end. Also, met a very interesting character who apparently has previously pissed off one of you. Hmm? And who would that be? And I'll recount the story of the cursed island and its imprisoned inhabitant and the name of the fae that he pissed off, which is in my notes that I'm pulling up just now. (laughs) (laughs) The name of the fae he pissed off. Yes. Um, But yeah, so I'll I'll that whole fiasco. Archfey Elanderil. Elanderil, yes, that's the one. Ah. And I'll watch him very narrowly as I say the name to see if there's any sort of recognition. Oh, yeah, oh you, you don't have to watch him narrowly at all. He goes, ah, Elander. Okay. Ah, such a haughty individual. Have I, That's right. You don't know much about the Archfey, do you? Other than me, of course. Perhaps today Indeed. I shall educate you. But... Rather than doing it the boring way, I think I'll do it like this. And he he sort of waves you over. I'll approach. He what what, what kind of hair does Fakir have? Um, it, he wears it about shoulder length, mostly just kind of pulled back with a with a leather band. Okay, okay, and it's like brownish, like dark brown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. he, he reaches up and grabs you by the skull. His his fingers... And huh. he, like, he normally... like when, when you see him, like looking at him, he normally looks roughly your sized. But for some reason, when, it, when he grabs you, it feels as if his fingers are a foot long each. Sort of wrapping around okay. your head. Even though previously when looking at them, they look like normal, normal hands. Um... He grabs you and you feel this flow of energy into your skull and into your brain, this burning sensation uh, beneath the flesh, in, beneath the physical, in your mind itself. You feel this burning sensation uh, as information pours into your skull. You suddenly come to a, 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 a awakening, a realization, as if, as if waking from a dream, that... Uh, you know a little bit more than you did previously. Certain facts have been unlocked in your mind, such as the fact that the Archfey, as a collective, embody aspects of mortality. They, uh, for instance, uh, Elanderil is the Archfey of Glory, uh, also the Archfey of Pride. Uh, he is he like he embodies bits and pieces of those concepts as well as other worldly concepts such as valor and honor and pride and wrath and such like that. Um, you find that Shade Warden also is an archfey that embodies certain aspects of mortality. He embodies curiosity and evasiveness, intrigue and interest and intelligence and research and these sort of higher capacity thinking aspects, which would be why he is always interested in the world and bringing him information that he didn't have access to. Mm-hmm. He's a hoarder of knowledge. Um, 
And he's giving you a slight taste of that knowledge that he possesses. Um, he lets go, and you sort of feel yourself shaking backwards as if you had been pushed, even though he just let go. And he sits back uh -huh. down in his throne. I believe there's something else you had of interest, he says, looking at your bag. Um, I don't have the bag of holding. No, no, no. Your bag. Oh. Um, I will pull out... I'll pull out the Kopesh of Chaos and Life Drinker both. No, 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 no. I'm not interested in these weapons of war. I am not a Landrill, as you'll know. What I am interested in is knowledge. I'm trying to think what else I have. Can I make like an insight check to see the, the notebook? Notebook. Bound in flesh. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. I'll pull that out. <laughs> yes. he, uh, you, you pull out this notebook that you determined to be bound in the flesh of, uh, el mm -hmm. of an elf like race. Um, yep. And uh, you, you sort of offer it up and he. Waves it over. Ah, a book of the Githyanki, bound in the flesh of Astor. Taken from one of the ships. How did you come across a Githyanki ship? He says, and, and like he waves a hand, and the book lifts from your hand and hovers oh. through the air towards him, and he taps it, and it spins around lazily in the air. We walked nearly half the breadth of Meisuchi. The land was torn by conflict, and the boundaries between the plains were thin, cracked open in places, and the ships spilled forth. Uh, its crew was surprised. So I see that you have been making use of my gifts. Indeed, my eyes see... Further than they use you. You are welcome. I have many more gifts for you in time. You have already received yet another one. Continue to bring me information and things that pique my interest, and my gifts will continue until there are none left. As you say. I believe now it's time for you to wake up. And on the word up, your eyes open again, and you're in your bed, in your very, very cramped bed, and a very cramped room, <laughs> and a very cramped inn that is the Crooked Crank in Tinkerton. And by very cramped, I mean it's, it's height-wise, this room is built for humans, but width-wise, it's got room for the bed, room for an end table. That's it. <laughs> Figaro, get out of bed and not put on any shoes and walk outside. Not put on any shoes? Right. Nope. As, Carry him in his bag. As you walk, you know, as, as you walk, you get the sense of the, uh, you know, the, the ground here and the mountain range. You, everything around you comes from this mountain, so. Mm-hmm. You also feel 
as if your mind has expanded. Uh, you you feel as if you can recall information that you had that you have no memory of learning. Uh, mechanically, you have a bonus to recalling ar arcane information that is pertinent to your uh, pertinent to your patron. Okay. And thinking on this new information that I have in my mind, do I have any information on Eshkil? Uh, make a uh, intelligence... Make a straight intelligence roll with a plus two. Do whatever you know. Okay. So that's straight intelligence. Hot damn. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, that be a 24, which makes it a crit? <laughs> well, you know. Yes, critting that 24. Um, <laughs> critting that intelligence check. Eshkil sounds familiar. It's a distinctly elven name. That, that, it, it sounds even more familiar to you than you expected. As if it was a person that you... Okay. You don't recall anything other than that, other than the sense of familiarity right. with the name. Which is not something I had felt before. No. When I read, first read the name or anything. Okay. All right. Interesting. A, and I'll go looking for everybody else. You have a sense of familiarity with it that it's like trying to recall the name of your best friend from elementary school. Suddenly you remember his name. You don't remember anything else about him. But you remember the name and the feeling associated with that name. Cool. I'll be looking for everybody else. Uh, everybody else is in various stages of waking up in their cramped room, cramped hotel. Except for Lavis, who's very comfortable in this <laughs> lavishly appointed uh, room built for halflings. I mean, I've slept in worse. <laughs> You do hear Theod cursing, because I'm assuming our rooms are nearby, just because he banged his shin on something, <laughs> probably a tiny desk. Uh, the faint <laughs> call, language please, from several Like, Like, uh, Nerali's actually in a gnome-sized room, because nobody specified that Nerali should have a larger room. Um... And Nerali generally doesn't speak up for herself. No, <laughs> Nerali wasn't there either. Yes, and she wasn't there because she wandered off to be Nerali. Um, <laughs> like they said, they said they had a room. They they said they needed six rooms. The guy only counted four tall people, so he had he had, he he made, he ready four tall rooms and two small rooms. But that's that's okay because Nerali's looking on the bright side. The the benefit of a small cramped room is that it's really easy to it's hard to fall asleep, which means it's easy to wake up. So she can be sure to be up early for her prayers. Right. <laughs> She's looking at the bright side of this. Anyways, they're all they're all in their rooms currently. I'll go get, get some food then. All right, uh, there's there's food served at the Crooked Crank. It's a uh, it's a decent meal. Um, gnomes tend to uh, rely heavily on wheat uh, based foods, so there there are pancakes and uh, you know some of these uh, uh, pancakes and sweet bread and 
fairly standard, uh, uh, fair otherwise, potatoes, some stri some strips of meat. They don't they don't have bacon, but they do have chicken. You know. Alright, so you have a nice breakfast while everybody else wakes up. What, what's Spend everybody it. else doing? Brazo's probably already awake at this time, so she's probably also down there having her breakfast. Alright, same thing. Yeah, I immediately wake up and go down for breakfast, and I actually step outside first so I can stretch. Alrighty. <laughs> so eventually everybody gets up and meets in the common room over breakfast. Uh, where you all recall that last the night before you had decided that you were going to discuss what your plans were going forward today. Hey guys. We have a choice before um, us then. So I proposed a plan last night. I guess I'll reiterate the basics of it again. I think that it's relevant to note that we know that there is something to the south in the city of Orcs. And uh, Nerali, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe we know that there is something fairly current ongoing there, or that's the sense we've gotten. I mean, that's, that's sort of the, that was sort of the, the inclination, yeah, that something's going on there. There's a warlord there amassing an army for something. Right. If we go by Varus, I'm confident I can get the supplies I would need to determine the code for the bag we have in our possession. And it feels like that is our most solid lead on something that is definitely where we, we know where it is, what it is. And if we want to be subtle about going through it, since we don't want to draw attention to the city and everything, I, I, I know the streets really well. I can, I know where to avoid the authorities. In Paris. Yes, that's where I grew up. Splendid. Yes. I mean, I don't know if like the guard details, you know. Patrols are the same, probably not, but, you know, I can still... I mean, it's been years since you were... Yes, place, I know. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's putting as positive a spin as she can on... Yeah. So that's at least two votes for Grumkar, then. Does anyone have other suggested courses... There are the followers of Tempest in Slovedon to the north, which we're further north than we've ever been before, or if we don't choose to backtrack. And then, of course, the options to follow the name Eshkil, look for more evidence and information there. None of you are ready to survive. In Sloverden. You'll all freeze within a day. I do much better with I activate Dragon's Tongue and be like, nope. Uh, so you activate the fire no. on the greatsword? Uh, hang on. In, I can only do that once a day, can I? In, in, in the crowded 
small. No, no, I won't do that. I'll wait for it. I'll, I'll like grab it and unsheathe it a little bit and be like, "No, nah, this thing can keep me warm." That's cute. You have a torch in a snowstorm. Yeah, fire is fire. I think I might. If you intend, if you intend to survive, the character looks like he's about to start on an academic discussion and then thinks better of it and doesn't. <laughs> if, you, if you intend, if you I'm, intend to survive in Sloverden, you'll need much more than just some fire. You'll need proper clothing and proper knowledge, or the right magic. I've already made up my mind. My vote is for heading south to deal with the Grumka. Yeah. Three votes then. Maeve, I I think I tried to explain this last night, but do you know what we're going on about? Nope, I don't have any idea. To be honest, I was just eating some of these pancakes. (laughs) Like I said last last night, I don't have anywhere to go. I don't have a boat anymore. I don't want to just go off on my own and... I mean, you do have a boat. You have a magic boat. I do. Yeah, that I can't run by myself, so... Uh... I don't know, you guys are all pretty weird, but you're kind of my best shot. And if we run into some people I know, or some boats I recognize, we'll decide then, won't we? Would you like to hear the story, Maeve? Yeah, sure, as long as Lavis isn't the one telling it again. <laughs> no, no, you're absolutely right. I'm sure you told me. The Carol pull out his scholar's pack and open uh, a book. I apologize this is a bit long, but this is what we know. This is an account penned by Lakesia Lionethil, last of that name and of the line of Lakesias who tend the temples of Kazaru, Lord of Stillwaters and Flat Plains, he who is the heart of spring. If you are reading this, you have found the tomb of my Lord Kazaru. Even as I pen this journal, so servants of Lord Kazaru are entering his remains into this temple, for even in deaths of God's power is mighty. He will nourish this land of Enderil, and we will tend to his tomb and guard it from incursion. However, in the event that we are unable to inform future generations of what has transpired, I pen the following tale, the tale of the other, the world devourer, the darkness known as Edos and the death of the gods. It is the 2000th generation of our Alurada Empire, and though we've suffered greatly in this god's war, we remain united across the land. Prior to the events of the past few days, our world was populated by gods innumerable, some major and many minor. It was all speculated that as many existed as mortals on this plane, and they controlled all the aspects of our world. It is now the season of rebirth, and in the season of decline, darkness fell upon the realm of our gods. At first it was small and no one noticed, but by the time the minor gods had been devoured and the darkness had grown large enough to be detected, it was almost too late. Our gods banded together to fight this darkness, this Edos, and many were killed, including our Lord Kazaru. The outside was finally stopped by the coalition of our gods, numbering far fewer than they had previously, and a mighty pantheon of gods sealed Edos away in the land of Anar, the battleground of the gods. 
we will immortalize the names of those gods. They who fought for our reality are safe here in the tomb of Kazaru. May the waters of his form never be stilled. And then there are five names. Ao, Bahamut, Tempest, Alkir, and Eshkil. Who we assume are the five who survive to defeat this great darkness that seems to be in danger of reawakening. Several of these seals have already been broken. What, what he said. And Valkyr's not happy about the whole his seal was broken thing. He is. Y'all are crazy, you know that, right? <laughs> really believe all this stuff? But there is some very dangerous supernatural incident following these artifacts. I don't care much for deities or world ending, but there's too much going on related to these items to ignore it. Of course I do. I follow my faith. That. That's really adorable, but something else. I've. If you want an account uncolored by tales of <laughs> gods, we've witnessed people chasing down these artifacts, destroy towns, raise dead in their wake, murder crops, entice monsters to attack those who stand behind them corrupt those who who fall in their wake. It's... I don't care if there are gods behind this, but the monsters and men behind this are worth killing. Yeah, that's true, but I'm pretty sure I just heard you use the phrase murder crops. And Uh that was the most amazing thing I've heard all day. Murder. No, 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 really. Like, like, it's like everything died around him. Everything. No, I understand. There's just better words. There's just better words for that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's go do it. Whatever. I don't care. Everything I know is gone. Everything I've ever loved is gone. It's all taken away by that fuck stick in the mountain mansion. We might as well go do something completely ridiculous. That's the spirit. <laughs> Yay, team. Yay, team. <laughs> I like her. She's down for reckless shit. <laughs> From you. Why, that why? is not a good surprise. Why do I why do I have like like Suicide Squad in my head right now? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that's not entirely inaccurate. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So who's uh, the unfortunate guy that has to find, find my people? I have to be out there somewhere. So, I don't know where my parents are now, but my brothers have boats, so I guess we'll see. Are there more pancakes? 
there, there I'm are, sure. I, I, I hesitantly pass them over. There, there are more pancakes. Uh, so, the decision that you have come to is to head south. Sounds like. <laughs> is that what everyone's feeling? Yeah, that's what I'm feeling. Yep. Uh, did Fakir want to finish explaining the rest of the options that they had before them? Oh yeah. <laughs> I think his screen is fro. I think he's frozen. Nope, there it is. Am I frozen? Can you guys not hear me? Hey, nope, okay. I can hear you. Now we can. It's just it, the the video is a little jerky, so you just sitting there made it look like it was completely frozen. Ah uh, uh, yes. Well, obviously we have the following over dinner. Garaza does hold the most knowledge there, and if her opinion is we're not prepared, we may wish to pursue more. I'm not saying that there you can't also, be prepared. What I'm saying is right now, you won't last more than a day or two. I will need to make you prepared if you intend to go to Sloverdin, so I would need to know ahead of time. Very well. In, in, Gotha, in your opinion, is there any... Is there reason to believe that Sloverdin's particularly urgent? I'll be honest, nothing stays still in Sloverdin for long. Homes can get blasted down by snowstorms. The landscape can change from day to day. Only the larger cities ever last. If you're looking for barbarian tribes, they're always wondering where the snow isn't going to kill them. Uh, you also know, you also recall that there was sighting of a black knight who spread death in his wake in Sloverdin. Yes, I... Uh, and if I recall, we used to travel with a, shall we say, halfling creature named Drifa. Not your kind, Lavis. She remembers spotting this black knight in Sloverdon. So if we intend to chase him down, that may be where we'll find him. So we were looking to prevent of course, the destruction uh, of the seals, not chasing down this guy that will... This black knight who seems to be after the seals? Yes, I'm assuming that we... If we end him, we may really slow their progress to destroying the seals. He may be after the seal in Sloverdon. If we wait too long, he may succeed in finding it. Northwood. I'm not comfortable letting uh, an orc army amass in Grumka. Especially if I, if I think their leader is who I think it is. Uh, Jack, you're, you're, you're roboting. You started to say something and it just went... So... Theod and I seem to both be inclined towards Groomcar. And Neroli. Okay. Um, other votes? 
Because that's pretty close to a majority, so let's do that. <laughs> My initial vote was for Sloverdin, but of course I will follow whatever the group decides. I don't care, so lead on. Well, Maeve, if I may mention something that may increase your care. Any travel to Sloverton does involve a ship. Yeah. Like I said, I don't care. Fair enough. You guys even know how to sail? Sure, we have a boat, but... Uh... I mean, we helped yeah. on... No offense, but none of you. None of you look like sailors. No. I didn't help because I was sick, but... What? I think... We've done some basic work on shipboard, but... Nothing. The finer points, I would say, elude most of us, yes. Yeah. I figured as much. Well, if there's no further opinion, it seems that Grumkai is the port that we'll be calling to. All right. So, you finish your breakfast and your conversation. Uh, do you want to set out immediately, or do you want to spend some time in Dickerton rifling through the shops? Fakira wants to look for a shop. <laughs> there are many shops. What kind of shop are you looking for? He wants to look at for a magic shop. The only kind of shop he's ever interested in. <laughs> uh, so on, 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 on Market Way, a street that Narali is very familiar with after the events of last episode, yep. um, the, uh, there, there are many, many different types of shops, uh, including, including uh, Nanix Knickknacks, uh, which is a sort of a general store that has a variety of interesting and intriguing magic-like, but not quite magic effects and, and, and items in it. Uh, that's where... Uh, you actually noticed that. You actually noticed that um, uh, Nerali has a. I'm oh, sorry, not Nerali. Um, it is Nerali, isn't it? Wait, who has the robot mouse? Not me. Not me. I have a robot. I have a robot bird. That was it. Yeah, you notice Maeve has a little robotic bird that uh, moves with a very lifelike nature for something made of mechanical mm-hmm. parts. Right back. Also, as 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 the lot of you step out into the sunlight to to go do your last shopping, you notice that as the sun hits Fakir, um, the the you you notice that his hair has changed slightly. Um, you didn't notice it inside because it was dark and, and darker, I should say, and and it wasn't in direct sunlight. As he steps into direct sunlight, you see a streak of white in his hair, starting. Uh, roughly at his just just sort of above his temple, uh, on uh, just above the forehead and temple area on his left side, uh, and just going back into uh, the top knot that he keeps his hair in, or the the, the knot that he keeps. I'm rogue, bitches. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, pretty cool. Your hair there. Uh, and something new. Um. Oops. Um. Here. Yeah, heavens, look at that. Right there. <laughs> Typical word. Yes. Um, yes. 
I had a visit from my master last night. Eyes narrowed just slightly. That's intriguing. Oh, but probably not intriguing the way I was thinking. Bees and... Insight checking the shit out of that. Uh, if you don't, if you want to hide the meaning of your words, you can roll a deception check. Who, me? Yeah, you. Yeah. If you don't want to hide the meaning of your words, you can tell him what you meant. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty, oh, I'm pretty sure the player knows exactly what, what was meant, yes. Would I break his poor little heart, though? Oh, no. I might hurt him. Yeah, that's right. Here we go. <laughs> you don't know. Nice. You have no idea what she meant by that statement. Okay. Picard's fine with that. It's a sailor's. It's a sailor's saying. You'll you'll understand later. <laughs> and Maeve just snorts and like walks wow. out. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Uh, but yeah, so uh, on the market square, you find Nanix Knickknacks, uh, which is a general store that has all sorts of variety of things. Um, there's also an alchemy shop and a few other minor things. There's no explicitly magic shop. Um, there's a lot of types of shops you've never seen before, though. A lot of technological shops, um, places that are selling various devices. And uh, there's only one real armory in the city. Uh, the, uh, the one... Damn it. Uh, yeah, Fikara will uh, walk into Manix's knickknacks. Nanic. Nanic, sorry. N-A-N-I-C. Nanic's knickknacks. Hello, welcome. Welcome to Nanic's knickknacks. What can I help you with? Says a short... Yes, I need a bag that's bigger on the inside. A bag that's bigger on the inside. Yes. Uh, oh, by the way, you would have seen this yesterday. Um, they've put an item in her bag that shouldn't have been able to fit in the small bag that she has on her hand. Gotcha. So you saw that. You saw that yesterday. No, Theod, you never do that. <laughs> um, well, it's uh, like dividing by zero. We do have a wide variety of interesting assortments. Well, mayhaps we have one of uh, what you seek. Um, let's see. Let's see. Are you, what kind of... What, what, what exactly do you mean by bigger on the inside? I'm looking for a bag that can hold more than its outward appearance would indicate something. Well, you seem a learned individual. I'm looking for a... Uh, Physical representation and link to a minor demiplane of determinate size where items can be stored for a period of time. He wants a bag of holding. He wants a bag of holding. Dear Lord. Did, did you go with him or is he by himself? Oh, I thought I went. I thought we all went with him. You all walked out. Fakir specifically went to Nanix, didn't they? I mean, Graza probably would have followed him around to make sure he didn't start any trouble, but... Yeah, yeah Ryan specifically gave directions of no one go place. anywhere alone, we don't need getting lost again. I mean, 
Grouse is Grouse. Nobody lets the care go off by himself anymore. <laughs> hey, yeah. See, no. see it's wait, not fair, wait. is it? Grouse is not. Grouse is not going to like stop the care from doing anything, but she is going to follow him around. So, to clarify, was it explicitly stated not to wander off? Yes. Okay, then Nerali isn't directly next to Nerali wherever yes. Nerali. She is. would not then. She would. She would stick with the largest group. So it looks like it's Grasa and Fakir, Lavis and, and Nerali, and then wherever Theon and Maeve are going. <laughs> Sounds I don't accurate. Know if Maeve went with me. I went to the armory. I, was, I like. I'm not with him then. I went to the knickknack shop. So it's it's Graza, Fakir, and Maeve. <laughs> oh yeah, Theod's all by himself. He's gonna get in some trouble. I'm just kidding. Tried so hard. <laughs> Yeah, Theod gets in a shouting match with. Okay. What? Okay. Okay. So. A stone. Please. <laughs> um, ah, yes. Ah, you're looking for a bag of uh, extra-dimensional holding. Yes. Um, well, we do have a couple of items that might fit your description. Uh, they were pawned with us by a traveling wizard. Uh, not sure. 100. He so he told him he told us that it was a. Bag that held many secrets, I believe, was the phrase he used, and uh, we haven't precisely had it looked into, or very, very much interest in it, as you see. The people of Tinkerton are more physical-type people. They like, to, they like to acquire things that they can touch with their hands and understand easily. But, yes, let me show you. He brings back... Um, he brings you back... Yes, and uh, shows you a selection of bags. There are three bags in particular that all look pretty much identical. They look like side pouches with, with sort of magic runes and arcane sigils on them. Yes, uh, here are the bags that he gave us. Um, there was a warning about them, and I don't quite remember what it was. It was many years ago, but if you're interested, please feel free to look. I'm sorry, there was a warning, but you're not sure what it was. Yes, yes, something... Cryptic, you know how magic users are. They always give cryptic sentences and statements regarding the nature of various magical things. I never really looked much into it. They, they seem to hold whatever you throw in there, certainly, so. So you have uh, put items in, yes? Yes, yes, indeed. Have the items been then safely retrieved? Uh, yes, yes, they have. I'm going to check and see if he's lying to me. But I said that sounded like a lie. No, I don't see anything. <laughs> First roll of the oh, game. Sorry, I, I rolled it twice because uh, I the first time. So 13, not 24, unfortunately. Maeve is also there. Yeah. He seems to be telling the truth to all three of you. Well, all right then. And uh, what would you price these at? Ah, well, uh, let's see. Um, he looks at them, he scratches his chin. Uh, paid a fair price for them. Haven't seen much use in them, but still. Not want to waste gold and pay for, uh, not get my investment back at the very least. I will say um, 300 gold for one. Uh, can I inspect these bags and see if there's anything different about any of them? Like, just not even magically, because I don't know magic, makeup-wise. Sure, sure. 
And Fakir wants to do the same thing, but with magic. Okay. They all three have different magical runes, like sort of different runes on them. Uh, Damn it, I'm rolling shit today. Care, they, 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 they all three are magic. They all three have a okay. magical aura to them. The auras are slightly different for each one. Uh, you can't, like, it, they're not different enough that you would call... They're not different schools. <laughs> uh, well, no, they, they, they might be different schools, but they're not, they're not schools. Like, it's not, they're not class, none of them are classified into the traditional sense of a magical school. They're, they're enchanted bags. Um, it's, they're, they're all three similar to a bag of holding. You're not sure if they are exactly a bag of holding or not. That's about to say, because bags of holdings, I believe, were actually just conjuration. Not in Fifth Ed. Are they not? In Fifth Ed, they don't have a school attached to them. So, as I see them looking over the bags, I just touch Fakir on the elbow, and I pull him sort of aside, and I say, what do you want this bag for? Well, putting things in mostly, and uh, taking things out of no, occasionally. No, no, I, I... Um, I got that part. What kinds of things will you put in the bag? Like, how much are we talking weight-wise? Mm. Big things, uh, small things, personal... a lot of small things. Oh, well, as that goes, usually more on the large amount of small things, yes. Mm. All right. I mean, if you have the gold, fine, do whatever you want, but you may not need to, to buy one. That's all I'm saying. I understand. Thank you. Are you sure about, are you sure about that? Indeed. And he'll go back and he'll look at the gnome and... Well, my friend, I understand the need to move merchandise, particularly when it's been taking up space and the need to reclaim one's investment. I'd be willing to give you 250 gold for one of these. That's perhaps. Uh, make a persuasion check. Him with a good charisma score. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> Scratches his chin. You make a fair deal. You make a fair deal. Uh, how do you want? Two fifty. Two fifty, and you also buy one of my fair animated pets. And he says, motioning, motioning at the mechanical clockwork animals around the wall, around the store. How much are those? I don't know. Depending on what you like, they range from a few silver to a couple gold. Very well. I just like to have my work appreciated. Absolutely. Get the flamingo. That was that one's pretty cool. Which 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 bag would you like? Do you have? And he taps the first two. I'll take both of these. Roll 2d3. Okay. Uh, tattoo shops are a thing in this world, yes, uh, Theon. Magic tattoos, potentially, depending. One and two. All right. 
Okay. All right. Very well. He hands you the bags. Are you Do you have a mechanical raven? Oh, yes, indeed. It pulls a, he actually goes over to the wall and pulls a raven off the wall. Splendid. I'll take that one. Yeah. Right. That'll be two gold. Uh, so it is a raven. It's, well. it, it's a raven with a wind-up key, and when you want, when when it's when, okay. it's when it's unwound, it's just a stationary raven statue. When you wind it up for mm-hmm. for a day, it will it will run. It will behave like a real raven. Cool. You know, I once ran across a madman who insisted that these things were just like writing desks in some fashion. I don't get him. <laughs> well, in reference to. One of my great heroes of youth. I shall name this one Quoth. Very well. Very good. And please, if you're ever interested in any more of our knickknacks, please feel free to come back to Nanix Knickknacks. I'll see who, I can, who else I can send you away, good sir. Thank yeah. you. Enjoy your day. And you. And you leave. Okay. You have two new bags. Sounds good. And rather than waste everybody's time role-playing it out, he's going to test them and see what kind they are, whether it's the thinking kind or the talking kind or the so, whatever. So you stick your bag in... You stick your, sorry, you stick your, your bag. You stick your hand in one he'll of the bags? He'll take, he'll, take, he'll take a gold coin and drop it in one of the bags okay. and then try and get it back out. Right. The first one, say. The first one? All right. Uh, mm-hmm. So you reach in and think about the gold coin and it immediately comes back to you. Awesome. He'll do the same experiment with the second one. So, roll a d8. Okay. Uh, So, you reach into the bag, uh, and instead of pulling back out a coin, you pull back instead a giant badger. (laughs) <laughs> wow! You bought a badger bag. It looks at you. It's amazing. It just looks at me. It doesn't like freak out or run no, away or no. anything. It looks perfectly content to be held by you. It's just confused. It tilts its head. I, I set it on the ground. It looks up at you. Find me a piece of fruit, I tell it. Looks around. It trundles off really quickly. Uh, you hear off the distance, What the hell's a bag? That's my fruit! And, uh, a, few, a few moments later, the badger comes back with an apple in its mouth. You and I are going to get along just fine, my friend. <laughs> and I take Wait, do that again. my regular... I take my dagger and I split the apple in half and I eat half and I feed the badger the other half. <laughs> Meanwhile, a gnome comes running up. Hey, is that your badger? Yes. It stole one of my apples. Maybe you stole it from him first. <laughs> <laughs> Make a deception check. <laughs> it's his word against yours. Uh, 
And on the other side of the market, Lavis and Neroli here, off in the distance. <laughs> if, you don't, if you don't want me to call the guards this instant and have you all arrested, we'll pay for that apple. I hand him a gold coin. He takes it, bites it. Ah, well, pleasure, pleasure doing business with you. Mason wanders back off. Yes, indeed. You know an apple's not worth a gold coin, right? No, but him shutting up was. Fair enough. I put my hand in the second what bag. Do I feel anything? No. Uh, you feel something fuzzy. No. You feel something fuzzy. Is that literally just a bag? I think I bought a bag of badgers. <laughs> Badger in a bag. Best camp game ever. <laughs> These are weird, and this is the best day ever. So, uh, roll, roll another D8. No, no, I don't take anything out. If I feel something fuzzy, I just kind of pull my hand out and close roll, the bag. Roll a D8. Oh, roll a D8 anyway. Okay. One. So, a weasel crawls up your arm as it's, as it's stuck in the bag. And then crawls okay. up and sits on your shoulder. So it looks at you. You seem to have found a bag just... of furry things for care. Yes, it does. Well, splendid. All right, so I've got a mechanical raven, a badger, a weasel. I think we'll stop the zoo right now. <laughs> and, uh... Hold off on any further experimentation. Um, let's find a quiet corner, if we can. Yeah. I don't know if anywhere in this and town Carol is quiet. Let's go. Carol will try and wander off and find just, like, a secluded alley or something. Okay. Yeah. You wander off and find a secluded alley. All right, and he'll take the first bag and turn it inside out. Nothing comes out of it. All right, he'll turn it back right side out and say, all right, well, that was the only other thing I needed to know. I don't want to know what happens when you turn the other one inside out. No, I don't think I do either. <laughs> Babe laughs in the way that you guys know kind of means she's going to try it when everyone else is asleep. You'll <laughs> <laughs> uh, have to feel it on the prancing elf. Yeah, I'm a pirate. We'll figure it out. <laughs> and Fakir puts basically all of his shit in the first bag. Okay. Dump all of your shit into the first bag. Yep. He'll still be wearing his his weapons and okay. So uh, uh, he'll have his staff out probably. While all that's happening, what's going on with everybody else? Are you doing anything, or are you just wandering? Uh, Lapis is with Narali, correct? Correct. Who's trying her best not to misbehave in any way? Hmm. There was a potion shop nearby, wasn't there? Yes. An alchemist shop. Yes. Um, I don't know. Maybe I should uh -huh. go there. Not too out of the way. 
Well, uh, you're with Fakir and Graza, so you guys can oh, go to the alchemist well, shop if you want. Apollo did the alchemist shop. Yep. Okay, you go to the alchemist shop. Inside, you see a gnome with a very long beard, very large eyes, very almost looks like a little shrunken wizard, except that he's not wearing wizarding clothes. Uh, yes. How can I help you? Welcome to my shop. Oh, uh, I'm looking for some potions of healing. Do you have those? Ah, yes, we do indeed have restorative potions. Of what value are you looking to purchase? We have our standard this point made kind of... potions, yes. At this point, Maeve kind of looks at Fakir and Graza. She has no clue what he's talking about. Do you want them to heal you like a little bit or a lot? Oh, a lot. Ah, yes, and you are looking for a greater restoration pose. Eh? Ah, he, he walks over to a shelf and pulls out a little step ladder. And as he pulls out the step ladder, he, you know, puts it against the wall and starts very slowly and very taking his time climbing the stepladder up to the top of it. And the stepladder is only about as tall as only about itself and another half tall. Um, but, you know, he, he, he's, he's a gnome, so it takes him a little Um He gets to the top, and how much did the regular healing potions heal you guys? I believe it was 44. No, 2d4 plus 2. Yeah, 2D4 uh, yeah plus just two. regular 2d4 plus 2 is your basic standard. Yeah. Uh, he, he's up and pulls out a vial of ruby red liquid. Uh, so very slowly climbs back down. <sighs> ah, yes. And he, you know, sort of holds it out towards you. This is our greater restorative potions. Drinking them will... If bind any wounds that you currently have and restore your vitality and allow you to continue on in painful or stressful times. Mechanically, it heals 44 plus 4. Okay. Do you have one that's like... Yes, I would like some of those. That's very good. I would probably like two of those. Uh, do you have one that's like maybe just a little bit more than that? Ah, well, we do have... Uh, we, we, we do have... Well, not potions, but other items that can help with your sustainability, if that's what you're looking for. Uh, what kind of items? Uh, he, uh, he, he shifts the, um, the ladder over. Takes a painfully long time doing so. But once he does, he starts climbing it again. And this time you see he's climbing... Uh, there, there are potions on the shelf, but there are also other items. Um, there are... Da, 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 da. Let me find it in my book. There are red gems on necklaces and sort of standalone things as well. Ah, uh, here it is. He, 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 he brings up, grabs it, and you see what looks like a pair of golden hands holding a ruby heart. And another one that looks like a hand holding a ring on which there is yet another heart. He, he, he grabs both of them and brings them back down. Ah, yes. These are perapts. They are necklaces. You can wear them. This one, he says, holding the one that has the hands, is a perapt of wound closure. Uh, mechanically, uh, 
You stabilize whenever you are dying. Whenever you go down, you auto-stabilize while you're wearing that. Um, also, whenever you roll hit die to regain health, such as on a short rest, you double the hit the hit points uh, returned that way. Sorry, I, 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 had to, I had to think for a second of what you were calling them. Periapt. 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 Is that how you pronounce it? P-E-R-I-A-P-T? Periapt. Yeah, it's periapt. Periapt, yeah. Periapt, those. I can pronounce words. Um... <laughs> The other one, uh, the other one is the periapt of health. Uh, you are immune to contracting any disease while you wear the pendant. If you're already infected with a disease, the effects of the disease are suppressed while you wear the pendant. Okay. Um, what kind of attunement does that mean? Uh, they're neck slots. So uh, the way the way we work with attunement here is you have you have slots that you can attune things to. So you have you know one head, one neck, one face. Two hands, two legs, or two feet, your belt, your t- chest, your back. No, no, I meant like, um, uh, shoot, I'm having a hard time thinking of how to explain this. Is it like a psychic attunement, a mental attunement? Um... You just have to wear it for a certain amount. You have, to, you have to take a long rest while wearing it to attune to it. It's, okay. not a, it's not a thing you have to consciously think about. It will just automatically heal you or keep you healthy. It's a short rest to attune to something. Short rest, thank you. Okay. I feel like there's something in the blue vein background that says that it can't be, or it takes, it creates, the blue vein background that takes, um, you shouldn't do things that are psychically attuned. These are not, they, psych- they, these do not have any psychic effects, so. Okay. Yeah, I will buy the one with the hands on it. Right. And two of your greater potions. All right. The potion, the greater restoration potions are a hundred gold each, and the periapt of wound closure is two hundred and fifty gold. Everyone here has so much more money than I do. Uh, really? I'm, I'm supposed to be well, except for Nerali. I'm supposed to be getting paid for my work. You haven't been making deals. Yeah. You're a really poor blood hunter. <laughs> no, I'm a really good blood hunter is the problem. The well, hunting monsters really... is more important. If we haven't really been in um, cities we, to do If I'm seeing the right thing for Blue Veined, um, I believe it is a rarity of above something. Oh, okay. Take... Yeah, that makes sense. Good blood hunter, poor businessman. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, that's, that's right. That's, yes. Yeah, that's the one I based it off of. I just wasn't reading it correctly. Yeah. Um, no, it, it makes sense. You take psychic-type damage. Oh, there you go. That's what I was looking for. Um, okay. All right. That's good. Thank you. For yeah, these are, these, are, these are both uncommon. All right. Well, well actually, actually, uh, the, uh, the periapt of health does not require attunement. The wound closure does. Wait, which one? Not the disease one, the other one. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the okay. disease one does not require attunement. It works as soon as you put it on. The wound closure one does. Okay, the wound closure is the one that I want. Yes. Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, well, how about one of your potions then and the uh, necklace? Very good, very good. That will be 350 gold. And she will give that to him? All right. You now have a periaptive wound closure, which takes up your next slot. Um, 
And a greater restoration potion that heals you for 44 plus 4. Is anybody else buying anything from the alchemist? Uh, Fakir, you, you, you realize that the alchemist shop is probably the closest to a magic shop you'll find. Uh, there is no designated okay. magic shop, but magical items seem to be strewn in various places that you wouldn't expect them to be. Okay. He'll, he'll honestly just flip on his uh, magic vision, his witch sight, and just look and see what's, what casts the brightest aura, and then just go see what it is. There's a, there's a variety of things in here that cast bright auras uh, of various types. They mostly seem to be jewelry. Um, mm -hmm. There's one in particular that's it's, it's on the opposite <laughs> side of the wall from the... Uh, the, the um, the, uh, the the potions and stuff. Uh, it's a small golden skull with uh, sort of ruby uh, gems set in the eyes on a golden chain. Okay. And what school of magic is it? <laughs> um, look and see. It does have a school of magic associated to it. It is... As I look it up in my book, that's falling apart. Super magic. It's super magic, yes. It is the school of super magic. Turns you into Superman. Uh, divination. Gotcha. So I'll just look. I'll just very abruptly stand up, point at the skull with the ruby eyes, and say, What's that? He, he, he drags his stepladder across the room very slowly, puts it at the wall, climbs up it. That is, um, this is a medallion of thought, says, picking it up and bringing it down. If you use this appropriately, you can use it to read or detect the thought processes of others. Um, it has, a, it basically, it, it, you can cast it, you can use it to cast the detect thought spell three times a day. Gotcha. Interesting. Well, fascinating workmanship. Unfortunately, I try and keep my brain out of others as much as possible. But, a fine specimen. If I find anyone in need of one, I'll send them your way. If you find anything else you like upon my walls, please feel free to ask about them. I shall. There's plenty of other magic in the room if you're looking for it. Nope. Fakir actually goes outside and immediately tries to start determining the genders of his badger and weasel. So, by this point... By 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 this point, because it has it's been such a such a uh, it's been a couple hours now, um, mm -hmm. the badger and weasel have vanished. Oh, well, that's disappointing. What's even better, disappearing animals. Anything else anybody's doing? Um. If if one of the animals if the animals are gone, he'll pull another one out. Mm -hmm. Alright, roll a D eight. This time you pull a normal sized badger out of the bag. 
And I look at it and I say, what's your name? It looks at you weirdly. Is it a boy or a girl? It is a girl. All right. I'll set it on the ground and say, follow me, please. It follows you. Okay. All right. So if nobody else is doing anything, uh, <laughs> we will reconvene at the gates of Tinkerton. You all meet back up to, with, each, with one another outside the mechanical gates of Tinkerton, just, or just inside, I should say, the mechanical gates. And you have your destination set. Yep. Everyone, this is Winifred. Where the hell did you get that? I bought it at a magic shop. Uh, they sell animals at a magic shop. Do you have a magical badger? Badger's not magical. It's actually a the 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 badger comes out of a bag. Just walks, keeps walking forward towards the gate, shaking his head. She go, fucking mages. Um, yeah, I'm walking, but I'm also asking this. But apparently, it also contains occasionally uh, weasels and larger than normal badges. Well, why did you buy this? Well, there were two. There were three magic bags. And their uh, essences were slightly unclear, so I purchased two of them. One of them turned out to be what I'd hoped, and the other one was this. Okay. Ah. Uh. All right. So you leave. Um, so, what path are you taking to get to Varus? You can go through Zentrum, which is the sort of the central, largest city in sort of the central area of Upper Ionia. Uh, you could go straight for Varus across the Highlands, stopping at some small minor villages uh, along the way. Or you, so you, you go through the trade route, you can go this way. Or if you want to skip Varus entirely, if you want to skip Varus entirely, you could head to Pirate's Watch and circle, uh, circle around the world's wide mountains via water. You could head to Wisenport and do the same thing. I'm thinking we all want to go straight. Can I get a? You can also or... get. You can also go through. Uh, there's a mountain pass south of Pirates Watch that'll take you through the mountain, and a mountain pass south of West Pass Keep that'll take you through the mountain. Can I get uh... a survival roll to see if straight shotting it would be particularly safe? Sure, go ahead. Yeah. Do I know my, my be a road. best combination of my fast hood. and safe? Just for... Of course. I mean, the, the straightest the straightest <laughs> path possible seems like the straightest path possible. There's got to be multiple roads, one going to Zentrum and then one going straight to Varus. There's not really a road going there. There are small... It's travelable. Trails. Basically, the way it works is there are villages that there are main roads that connect the major cities. So there are main roads that connect Saltport to Zentrum and then through Zentrum to Varus. There are roads that connect Norwatch and Wisenpoint to Zentrum, Greykeep to Zentrum, Westpasskeep to Zentrum, Pirates Watch to Zentrum, 
Tinkerton to Zendra. And there are minor roads off of those roads that lead to other settlements in the Highlands, farming communities in the Highlands, etc., etc., etc. There's no road that goes straight from Tinkerton to Varus, but it's mostly open land. So, like, there, there are forests and, and the like in the middle, but it's mostly rolling hills. And as far as I know, it's safe to go through there. It's totally fine. Yeah, it should be just fine. I mean, traders tend to take bigger roads for the obvious reason, but we could just go through. The car gets to the gate, looks out at the road, and just starts swearing very severely for a very long time under his breath and language. Language, language. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. Do you have my horse with you? Oh, son of a bitch, mine's in Mayasuchi, too. God damn it. Yes, I left F the Divine Pilgrimage I was on there, too. We all have problems with that. Oh, snap. We have horses. The group of you do. Well, some of us. Fakir turns on his heel and starts walking back into town looking for somebody who sells fucking horses. (laughs) Diaz, right next to him. What's it going to be, you guys? Gnome-sized horses? Buy a map! Lavis yells (laughs) after them. They do not sell horses. Really? Not even for, like, working fat? No. They do, however, sell what they're calling automated carriages. Oh, this is going to be great. (laughs) Fakir gets a equal parts suspicious and intrigued look on his face. Oh, hello! Welcome, uh... Welcome to, welcome to Jim, uh, I didn't think of a name of the automated carriage dealer, give me a second. Um, Christ, Chrysler. Dealer. Yeah, it's a dealership. <laughs> welcome to Jim Fjord's uh, automated carriage dealership. How can I help you? What kind of ass backwards things are these? Oh, these are, have you never heard of the latest, the latest and greatest invention to sweep the lands? Automated I look really carriages. close or poking at it. Never, never again do you have to you have to uh, submit to the whims of a not yet broken in properly horse, or to un- inclement weather that makes horse travel inadequate, or unsafe, or indeed very, very slow. No, instead, you can purchase one of our fine automated carriages and, while rolling in style, have the carriage drive you. That doesn't sound safe at all. Oh, it's no. quite safe, I assure you. Why, the number of incidents we've had with our automated carriages is well below the number of incidents that we've had reported from people attempting to route no colonies or investigate dangerous caves in the mountains. Uh, yes, well... And you're charging how much for this service? Well, it depends. What model are you looking for? Let's say cheapest to start out. Well, if you're looking for the cheapest, we do have the quite short of more explodomatic over here. Uh, this one is. Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you did was the word explode in there? The quite sure won't explodomatic. Oh, oh, okay. That's much better. Never one mind. of our one of our least popular models, but 
Uh, we are quite sure it won't explode. Uh, it is available for a mere five. Isn't that a bit like an alchemist? Sell- Isn't that a bit like an alchemist selling you something that they tell you? I'm not sure what it is, but it's definitely not poison. I wouldn't know about alchemy, sir. I only work with automated carriages. Pretty sure I can fix poison. Yeah. Not so sure about the explosions. I incited. Right. Um, I'll for care goes to look at the quite sure it won't explode matic uh, and tries <laughs> to get an idea of how many people could fit in it. And the price on that would be five hundred gold. Uh, it fit, <laughs> it, it, it'll fit about four people in it. <laughs> if you want to squeeze, you can probably get six people in it. Do I know if Centrum sells horses? Yes. We could also buy a horse in a smaller village if they have them. Mm-hmm. Some villagers might be willing to part with it. That's true. I'm done with this place, so I, I start walking back towards the gate. I'd rather fucking walk than possibly explode. <laughs> well, I mean, um, I you asked for the cheapest model. You asked, you asked for our cheapest model. Would you like to see our safest model? You also didn't say how much the cheapest model costs. He did, 500 gold. 500. Oh, 500 gold. Oh. Which is why Lavis is wondering about walking to Zentrum. Fakir's got this kind of fuck it look on his face, and he's like, sure, why not? Oh, certainly. Grass yeah. is right there. He's like, I, I, you people bitch about horses so often, I would rather run, but you guys want a horse, so let's see what this thing does. <laughs> I'll be that, waiting that, at the gates. We have, we have, we have our diamond class Automated carriage, please come this way. He 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 walks you out to so the 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 quite short won't explode. Um, is basically it's like a mine cart with wheels, seats, and some sort of technological device attached to the back. The mine cart with an engine. And and a, a pair of sticks on the front that you can hold to presumably maneuver it. Um. The, okay. di- the the diamond class automated automated uh, thing is uh, two mine carts stapled together, but uh, it has <laughs> it, uh, it, it, it's basically two mine carts stapled together with four you know with four wheels on 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 the ends. Um, it has a metal bar connecting the wheels underneath, so that and sort of a wheel in the front that when you turn the the wheels at the front turn left and right. And it has like sort of a carriage top over top it to to provide for protection elements. Um, it can seat comfortably eight people. Um, and it has a it has a it has a similar device on the back, but it's like sort of encased. Um, in 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 sort of a metal thing, and the entire thing is painted white. Uh, it's like sort of painted white and 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 polished to a mirror finish. Um. It looks weird, but it you know it's not called the not sure it's not sure it's not called the quite sure it won't explode. So, and how much is this one? Ah, yes, the diamond class is a mere one thousand gold. I see. Price like a good diamond. We might not want something that might not even go well through the world's fine mountains. Ah, fear not about mountain travel. We test all of these out in our very own mountain range. Well, it has been tested. Mm. All of the vehicles we sell here have been tested. 
Oh, you're looking for a map? We sell them here as well. In okay. fact, there are many complementary maps that come with each version of our automated carriages. Did I get anything yes, well. out of the insight? Yeah. What are you trying to insight check him on? How likely are we really to blow up in these? I don't know. As far as you know, they're not going to blow it, up. Is he be okay? So he's, as far as I can tell, at least he's not being deceitful. Yeah. Okay. You can also tell he's one hell of a salesman. Oh, of course. Seems legit. So, what can I do to make sure you walk away, or drive away, should I say, in a <laughs> gem-fjord automated carriage? Well, lowering the price, initially. Well, do you or have do you have payment plans? Do you have, well, we certainly do have payment plans. What sort of a budget are you looking to fill? Well, we have quite a group of people, and, uh... Let's see, there's six of us all told. I myself don't have the necessary capital to fully pay outright for any of these, unfortunately. So it would have to be a group purchase, and it looks like there's only two of us still here. Lavis pokes out from behind Graza. No, I'm here, I just there. spent all yeah. of my money on things to keep you alive. Raleigh's not going to help with the gold. I have ten gold I can contribute. Well, ten gold is a start, is a start. You are merely yes. So, one, I mean, I might be able to contribute more gold. I might be able to contribute more gold if someone in this damn region had use for a monster hunter. Hmm. But apparently, everyone here is confident in their own walls to the point that when the werewolves come breaking down their doors, they'll still say they're successful. I'm not quite sure I get what your meaning is, but we have plenty of use for a monster hunter here. <clears throat> I'd like you to show me where. Oh, there's a notice, Tell me, Mr. There's, Fjord. There's a notice board in the market square. Because I asked them about a monster hunter yesterday while we were in Tinkerton, and they said we don't get monsters in Tinkerton. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I don't remember yeah, you did. asking. He did. He said remember. we don't have much. We don't have much use for it here. Oh, well, I lied. You are now <laughs> getting different information. I lied. Uh, tell me, Mr. Fjord, do you sell many of these things over the course of, say, a year? Well, certainly. We sell quite a number of them. Uh, to locals or persons from further away, mostly? Uh, some, some locals, some travelers. There's always interest in it. There's always a, a merchant coming through, one or two that are interested in buying an automated carriage for their services. I see. We're planning uh, quite an extensive journey, and I'm certain if we were to take one of your items, it would attract a great deal of attention. Uh, attention we might be able to finagle into business that we could send back your way. Is that at all? So you're looking for Ooh. a sponsorship deal. You want to have Jim Fjord's automated carriages all over the side of your automated carriage. Perhaps jackets? Perhaps business cards? Perhaps a cloak or two? Perhaps any of those, if you'd be willing to remunerate us for our advertising services. 
perhaps potential, potential. What sort of uh, remuneration are you looking for, perhaps? What's your price range? Shall we say use of the diamond carriage? Well, I can't simply let you roll out with one of our most expensive models. There would need to be some form of collateral, whether it be gold I or see. something else. Hmm. Allow me to con confer with my companions, then. Please, please, feel free, and we will negotiate some sort of deal here. Absolutely. So I'll go back to the group and basically ask them, you know, do you want to go in on one of these things and see what happens, or should we just walk? All of you are always complaining about horses. So. <laughs> I don't see why we can't get horses in Zentrum or a smaller village. What happened to our horses last time? What do you think's going to happen to the cart this right. time? I mean, I mean it, it, it's, not, it's not like we left them behind because we got bored of them. It just... Spare Maeve. I don't think any of us intentionally left Mayor Suchi. I wasn't there to start with, so... Exactly. I, I was trying to... That was well, the and, and then there was the other time that we left the, 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 the horses behind, and again, we would have left the cart there, too. I never left my horse behind. I always brought it with. Well, that should uh, settle the question, then. Let's get started walking. Right. In all honesty, I'd rather walk to everywhere. Thank you. But all of you seem to be very needy when it comes to mounts. Hmm. I don't care either way. Like yeah. my my movement speed increase is always whether I'm in werewolf form or not, and I just kind of prefer to travel on foot. Now, the the only concern is Lavis slowing the group down, but no, he does, he prefers to walk. Off we go then. Unless anybody needs provisions for the road, I'll be hunting while we're on the road. So if you don't if you don't have enough food to last the next couple of days, I suggest you get some. If you do, I'll be hunting. If you don't have enough food to last the next couple of days, I can help with that. Yeah. How do I know how much food I have? Uh, there should be a rations thing. Yeah. So Lavis can cast a spell where you get 15 people's worth of food. Yep. <laughs> I don't have anything, then. You have no rations in your pack. Right? Really? Uh, if you get a, if you have a set pack, then like... I have an explorer's pack. There Is there rations? rations? That yeah, has food. Yeah. yeah. There are 10 okay. days worth that of rations. That one's Yeah. All right, then I'm fine. There are 10 days worth of rations in there. All right, so you all set off on foot. Not in the quite short won't explode a medic. Nope. Nope. Maybe some other time. Maybe some other time. Some other okay, time, walking some is fine. Other time. They always say some other time. Is Wynifred by the carriage now? Is, Win is, is Winifred still there? Uh, after a couple of hours, the badger disappears. Okay. 
Are you going to identify the bag of badgers <laughs> that you have? Well, I kind of like the mystery right now, but I'm sure later. <laughs> okay, as long as it doesn't suddenly turn into a bag of hostile badgers. Let's see, shall we? And he pulls another something out. Uh, you, reach into the bag, you reach into the bag a fourth time and nothing comes to your hand. Seems like you've got a limited pull from that. Potentially, it has to recharge. I assume so. Well, we'll see what happens. All right. So you all head out from Tiggerton towards Zentrum. Well, are you are you going towards Zentrum? Yes. Or are, you, are you going straight to Varus? I thought we were going straight That's to Varus. Zentrum was. Oh, straight to Varus? Okay, straight to Varus! Right. Because the locals rolled really low survival checks. I mean, hey, that seems like a good idea to you guys. Alright, so, you head straight to Varus, uh, over the highlands. So you, you take off, you, you leave the, can you leave the, sort of like the canyon entrance to Tinkerton, and take off on the highlands. Forsaking the high road for the more direct path towards Varus, with the Worldspine Mountains, way off to the south, um... You know that it's going to take, by foot, you know that it's going to take, by horse it would take about a week to get from <clears throat> Tinkerton to Varus. By foot, it's going to take about two weeks to get there. Um, so you set off on the road. What do you guys want to do over the course of the two weeks that it's going to take you to get to Varus on foot? Mm -hmm. Well, the second day out, Fakir suddenly looks at Lavis and says, I'm sorry, my friend. Am I remembering this incorrectly, or isn't there about to be a highly volatile religious revolution starting in Varys any day now? Oh, my understanding was more a pursuit of lost artifacts compounded by military force, but... Um, I, I trust the leaders to be, I don't think that's what's going to happen, but how long have I been away from Varys at this point? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we've been gone a long time. It's been about three months since the last time you were in Varys. Well, we'd gotten word... We uh, out of care. We had gotten yeah. word when we were somewhere. You had gotten word uh, two months ago. Yeah, that they were and planning. That they were planning. We were in the magisterial. Other information that he told Lavis. Yeah. Um, I don't have any reason and, to think it'll be particularly bad, but maybe it might be. Ah. Yes, well, I think xenocentrism was something that had been mentioned before. Something. I don't know. Anyway. Mavis gives him this we'll counting glare. Uh, so after, <laughs> after, a short, after a short rest, or after a rest, by the way, Fakir, you identify the two bags that you have. One of them is indeed a bag of holding. Um, mm -hmm. The other one is called a bag of tricks. Yes. 
Uh, three times a day, you can reach into the bag of tricks and pull out a random animal. Well, a awesome. D8. Um, it serves as an animal companion to you. I mean, you can pull out all three of them out at once, or you can pull them at a time. It serves as an animal companion to you. In combat, you can use a bonus action to order them to do things. Uh, they they function as a, as an animal, like they use the animal stats uh, found manual. So I, I'd have to I'd have to let you know which animal it is. Um, yeah, they 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 function as like a ranger's animal companion uh, for a couple of hours. Okay. For a couple of hours. Okay. Cool. Currently, you have discovered the weasel, the badger, and the giant badger. There are eight animals giant. that could potentially five other. Awesome. Well, that will be widely applicable to a variety of unnecessary situations, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yay. So, uh, yeah, whichever small town we first stop in, Fakir's just going to be looking for horses along the way. So after, about, after about three days, you come across a small farming community. Um, As a side note, Lavis does cast Create Food and Water on the second, third days. Okay. I have enough food for myself. Yeah. But it's it's food that expires after a day, so he might say save what you have. Alright. Yep. And I'm hunting for food. Make survival checks. Yeah. For the first two days. Fakir will be running his traps as well. Yeah. Make survival checks for the first two days. Those of you that are hunting for food. Oh, <laughs> wow. First one was awful, second one was even worse. Uh, so, Theod and Graza, you come back with nothing. No, I, if we're hunting, yeah, if we're hunting, no, I don't, I'm not going to hunt. <laughs> I, I got to offers each of you a loaf like, of bread as you return. Um, like, my first, one, my first one was 12. My second one was none. You, you don't come back with much. You come back with a couple rabbits. Um, Bacara, on the other hand, trapped a bear. <laughs> yes! He's not sure how to get it back to the wow. camp, but he trapped a bear. I'm assuming it's still alive. Yeah, it's still alive. <clears throat> you could ride the bear. It's not, well, it's not happy. Travis could ride the bear. All right, so uh, so I've trapped the bear. Yes, you've trapped a bear. All right, the first thing I do is walk up close to it, but out of range, and I use my fey presence to make it my friend. What does fey presence do? Um, it has to make a... Let's see, right now it's a DC 16 wisdom save, I believe. Let me check, just to be sure. Yes, let's make a wisdom saving throw and beat a sixteen. Alrighty. Let me pull it up. Uh, 
beat a what? 16. All right, it, it, failed the, it failed the check, so what happens to it? It's charmed. Probably. So it believes that I am... It's uh, for a, a turn. Okay. Um, so I use that intervening... For six seconds, yep. it thinks you're its friend. Yes. And I attempt to, since it's in a nice state of mind, try and calm it down. How are you going to do that? Animal handling. Um, yes, <laughs> more or less. Right. So I'll say you have advantage on the animal handling now, because it thinks you been for six seconds, so roll that again. Okay. <clears throat> we'll stick with the 16. Yep. Uh, so yeah, it, af af it, after the, the spell wears off, it starts to whine at you. Uh, as if it's in pain, because well, it is in pain. Your track currently has it by the foot. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'll go over and let it out of the trap. Mm -hmm. All right. It gets its foot out. It licks your face. Um, I feed it purple ration. It eats it. Gladly. Yep. And then I try and convince it to follow me back to camp. It'll follow you. You have food. It'll follow you wherever. Okay. So yes, Fikir will lead a bear back to camp. So, at camp, uh, Graza's come back with a, with a brace of conies. Um, and uh, this is the second day uh, and all of a sudden Fakir walks into camp with a black bear following him the You're fuck is that? Again. Yeah. Awesome. This, one, this one I found myself I interesting Lavis is now convinced that Fakir's new hair streak is some sort of animal acquiring thing. Can I pet it? Uh, he's not exactly tame, but you could try if you like. That's alright, I like all my fingers. Yeah. What are you, in, what are you inside checking, Fiat? Why the fuck you would bring a bear to camp that you found? Why'd you bring a bear to camp, Fakir? Well, it seemed like the best thing to do. <laughs> okay. Just and my sisters really? used to do this sort of thing all the time. They were druids, but you know. Yeah. What was the animal handling for, Graza? Uh, just to approach it without it biting me. Uh, you, you start to approach it, and it just sort of, like, lets a low rumbling growl at you. Hi. Uh, I'm gonna make sure that its paw is not injured by having been in the trap, or at least not too badly. It doesn't look like it was, it looks more like it was an irritant than anything else. It was, right. it's a trap designed for rabbits. Right. <laughs> but yes. it somehow got caught in it. I got, I got the higher animal handling, but for some reason I'm just rolling worse. I mean, that, that it, its role to resist that time, Fakir would have failed too, so. 
And I look at the bear and I say, well, it was lovely making your acquaintance. Have a pleasant day. Mm-hmm. And I give it the other half of the ration and sort of lead it out of camp again. All right, it eats the rest <laughs> of the ration and trundles off. Okay. Do you intend to have a bear as a pet for care? Uh, probably a little more than I can handle at this point. I don't know, you seem to have a way with literally everything you speak to. (laughs) I mean, it would hard for us to be subtle anywhere. Yes. A bear bear might be something that could make Fikir less subtle, yes. Thank you, Lavis. Well, how was everyone else's day? I made food. Lavis hands him um, some of the created bread. Oh, I spent I spent a lot of time centering myself because it's been a busy few months. Uneventful, how about yours? Aside from the bear. Aside from the bear, yes. I don't feel more centered, though. Okay. I've just been practicing with the great sword. So, after uh, another day of travel, you find yourself at a small hamlet village uh, centered on a pair of rivers that are sort of crossing each other. Um, in uh, in the highlands, um, and uh, it, it you, you discover that it is a city called Esford, E S F O R D, and it is you know it's a small farming community. There's a there's a tavern. There's a notice board for uh, for uh, passersby uh, requesting you know, various things from goods to uh, help with uh, various problems that the that the town might have. Do you continue through, or do you stop in Esford? Uh, I'm going to take a look at the notice sign, at least. Yeah. Uh, The notice sign has a couple of has a couple of requests, uh, mostly for you know merchants passing through, saying, "Hey, if you happen to have this list of things, we they are things that we would like to buy." Um, it looks like it's a pretty standard practice in Northern Aeonia to put these notices up for our wandering parties of people uh, who pass through. Um, uh, there is a there is a notice for adventuring parties, uh, uh, stating that they've been uh, there have been a uh, stating specifically to, to uh, see the mayor regarding potentially dangerous and compensated work. Um, is any of these people, any of these notices for hides? Because I have 50 pounds of hide that I haven't gotten rid of yet. Uh, yes, a couple of the merchants are looking, a couple of the people that are asking for merchandise uh, are specifically asking for uh, furry hides. Yeah. Uh, like wolf so. hide. they're, they're, they're typically asking for wolf hides, but you imagine that, uh, what, what kind of hides do you have? Uh... It's just listed as hide. I'm trying to think of what I skinned, and I think it was uh, bear. Um, 
Yeah, they're 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 typically looking for like wolf hide, but you figure bear hide would probably fetch a similar price, maybe even more because it's more hide. Yeah. Uh, the if you're and more fur. There are specific people like like say you know Dalen at the farm you know asking for this and this, and so you can find if if you're looking to sell your hide, you can find the specific person who's looking to buy hide. Yes, I would like to sell my bear hide. All right. I have fifty um, pounds of it to sell. Fifty pounds. You get. Uh, you get. 100 gold. Two gold per pound. Yay. Now, you, you know that, you know, winter is coming. Uh, and uh, <coughs> furs are, furs are Avoid the weddings! Avoid the weddings! This, there does, happen, <laughs> to be, there does yes. happen to be a notice about a wedding on the board. It, it is uh, for the family of Red and uh, the family of <laughs> purple. No, 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 it's the Reds uh, and the uh, the. Uh, it's the Reds' wedding. The Justice. Yeah, if you don't mind, I'm going to stay away from the Reds' wedding. <laughs> um, oh, we lost Aaron. Uh, he's Here you go. They're, 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 they're coming back. They're coming back. All right. Uh, so, do you, do, what are you guys doing? Are you are you? Other than selling your bear hide, are you doing anything else? Fakir looks at the board. Troubling. Size. Think they might sell horses here? Somewhere. That's what I'm going to look for. Small stable livery, something. Uh, they're, they're, most of the horses here appear to be farm horses. They don't. Like they're not likely going to be for sale. That's what I thought. Gotha, you were asking after compensated work. Yes. We left Tinkerton before I could check out that job board, but I guess I can look at this. Since we're in the 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 rural areas of of this whole area, um, Nerali's just being super quiet and a little bit withdrawn, kind of sticking like as close to the center and not sticking out of the group as possible. Are you trying, especially, to be subtle? I'm trying. Yeah, I'm trying. She is trying her best not to stand out at all. Make a stealth check. I. That's actually a good roll for me. A very good roll for me. Uh, you with the natural twenty, you put your you put your hood up and just sort of blend in with the group. Drop down my drop down the 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 cloak or hat of shadows or disguise. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever, and yeah, I am just an I am just a regular normal person. Yep. Nobody, nobody appears to notice you. Awesome. So, you guys, are you guys heading to talk with the mayor? I believe we are. The mayor yep. of Esford. Right. Uh, so you you reach the town hall, uh, outside of which there are a few people standing around talking. Um, one of one of whom looks over at you and uh, seeing the odd makeup of people. Uh, you wouldn't happen to be adventurers, would you? And that yes, we are. Ah, ah. Oh, did you? Did, are you, are you coming to ask about the notice on the board? Yes, we are. Ah, very good, very good. Um, yes. Uh, please, please come inside. And the the group of them, there's about four of them, come. You know, sort of lead you inside. Uh, it's a, are it's you a, gentlemen the town council? Or? Uh, yeah, yes, we are. We are indeed. The, the mayor is waiting inside. Actually, we were just going to meet with him. Uh, please come, come with us. Um, they, 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 they gesture hey, to well. follow him inside. 
Fakira sweeps back his cloak a bit to make sure that both Life Drinker and his Kokesh are within easy reach and follows them inside. So suspicious. I don't know. Alright, so you go inside. Um, you find inside the, the four people and, a, and another one uh, that you find, obviously. Um, so anyone. Ah, yes, these are the adventurers who have come to answer the notice on the board. Very well, yes. uh, please, please have a seat. Uh, the, the, the fifth person that you can only assume to be the mayor is, is a taller and broader of build. He looks like in another life he may have been a knight, uh, but he's very old now. You know, salt and pepper, gray hair. Um, you know, a, a very neatly trimmed beard, well, well, well groomed outfit, but um, out of shape. Like he, he was once a very powerfully built man. Now he is a little past his prime. Yeah, he's past his prime. He's he's obviously been enjoying the sedentary life. Um, <laughs> the the rest of them are you know the rest of them look like peasant born farmers etc. Please allow me to introduce myself. I am formerly Sir Geoffrey, uh, Geoffrey Non. With is our lovely council people, Councilwoman Kethon says, pointing at a f the only female of the group. Uh, she looks to be in about her mid fifties. Um, Council member Radar, Council member Ander, Council member Lexan. Uh, they say pointing at the. He said pointing at the rest of them. Uh, we are the Council of Esford, and I am. I appreciate very much that you are willing to hear out our request. Uh, so far, none of the uh, Aeonian knighthood, young brash upstarts that they are, have deigned to come out to such a small hamlet. Appreciate you taking an interest in all. Indeed, quite a lovely community you have here. Thank you. We we pride ourselves here in Esford at being a stand-up and very appropriate. So, down to business. Uh, first of all, though, we we would know the names of our those who wish to help us. Yeah. I'm called Fikaya. We have yeah. with us yeah. as well as Lavis, Graza, Maeve, and Narali. I'm assuming he introduced everyone, but he cut out for a second there. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, Theon started talking, and that's why he stopped. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> and then Fakir kind of does, does just the slightest sideways glance with his eyes, and then he says, we are those who hold back the darkness. Well, that is good, because the darkness is exactly what we need your assistance with. Please, have a seat and we will explain. Is that our new team name? Uh, no, Fakir couldn't come up with a good team name on the spot, so he didn't try and go that route. <laughs> <laughs> the Dark Busters. So, this, this this will take this will take a few moments to explain, so please bear with me. A few months ago, we noticed that some of our outlying farms were being harassed by individuals who were unknown to the community. Uh, when investigating, we found very disturbing sights of ritualistic sacrifice and dark magics at play. Upon 
Further investigation, we discovered that there is a band of cultists that have set up shop in the hills to the south of here. We're not sure whom they worship or where they come from. We are certain they do not mean any sort of good light nature upon our simple hamlet and farmers. We have sent many requests to Varus and Zentrum to the Knights of the Aeonian Empire. Thus far we have been ignored. Responses of peasants' matters are best left to peasants and the like. I assume this stupid infantile war they are preparing to wage in the south is keeping them from aiding the very citizens whom they tax for their work. But my anger aside, we are in desperate need of it. Thus far, a small dozen of our members have been lost to these cultists. We have a militia, but these are farmers, more trained to tending a field than wielding a blade. Very unable to defend ourselves. My Once upon a time, I did wield a blade in service of the Empire, but... Those skills have long since rusted. I would appreciate so I would appreciate any assistance you could offer. We do have a substantial reward in our town coffers if you are able to assist. So they've sacrificed yeah. people, not animals. We have found ritual sacrificial sites where the blood of men and the blood of beasts have been spilled. Well, we have two clerics among our number who should hopefully be able to pierce the veils of any religious mystery that may surround the motives of these cultists. Uh, would you care to be more specific about the reward you mentioned? Well, we, uh, every year at harvest time we set aside a portion of the money we make from our grain typically for emergencies, whenever building needs to be built or some sort of hazard happens and part of a farm burns and a farmer won't be able to make their crops for that year. Over the years, we've been able to build it up to a substantial emergency fund, all of which is available if you are able to rid our town of this evil. Unless I have any objections, I believe we'd be interested in doing our best for you, then. And then I want to see if the guy is holding anything back. He is completely open. Okay. He seems to care all over his shoulder and everybody, then. Are uh, we all in agreement? With your insight roll, you see he seems genuinely disturbed by the things he has witnessed. Mm-hmm. And having already stated and having you know determined that he was a knight in a previous life, um, you imagine that he's seen combat. So something that has disturbed so him would seem genuine. Has, has to be a bit beyond your normal run-of-the-mill dead things. Yeah, yeah. Very well then. 
What information do you have about their location and movements? Do not seem to be staying in the same spot for very long. Uh, discoveries have been at random points, mostly to the south, but not ever in a single direction. Sometimes true south, sometimes southeast, sometimes to the west. Uh, we have the most recent ritual sites. We typically try to recover what we can, although the rituals leave a taint in the earth. Makes it difficult to regrow what was lost. The most recent ritual site is True South, about a few hours movement south of a farm on Ocelin border. The most Very recent, well, we shall go investigate. Uh, the most recent victim was a farmhand named Gentry. Very well. We'll return as soon as we have more information. Appreciate this very much. The town of Efford is in your debt. And I walk away. Vakir walks away, leaving the rest of you at the table. Yeah, I'd <laughs> no, I would go with. Yeah, I'd follow after. Yeah, that's about all the information. I bow in Aeonian style before leaving with okay. them. Head still down, I just put my thumb up and then go. <laughs> you, you, hear as the, you, you hear as you leave, that Norali person was rather strange, don't you think? <laughs> Damn it, I'm not being, not being normal enough. Alright. Head south. Share head south. I think we all would. <laughs> yeah. You all head south. Yeah. A couple hours past the farm. A few hours of walking, uh, you, you reach the you reach the well. You can only determine to be the site of the ritual because uh, all of the grassland in about a half a mile radius is dead of this Jeez. area. Um, in the center, in the center, you find what can only be the ritual site uh, of whatever they're doing. Uh, Make an investigation roll, anybody who's investigating the ritual site. Oh, yeah. Alright, so Nerali is... Um, Too self-conscious about everything. Nerali and... is trying to figure out what she needs to do to be normal. Um, right. While the rest of you are uh, investigating the ritual site. Uh, you find... Uh, several trinkets. Oh, sorry, let me actually roll investigation for that little bit. You find several trinkets, um, as well as what can only be a summoning circle uh, etched into the ground. Um, make a religion check, Lavis. So you find amongst the altar surround. So the, there's there's this sort of the ritual circle that you're seeing is something that summons devils. Is a devil summoning circle, specifically devils, not demons. Um, you know you know that devils are lawful beings, uh, beings that make pacts and deals. Uh, you also notice that in the altar, in sort of the trinkets around there, you find. Uh, what looks to be a ebony disc 
uh, in a golden band. Um, I hold it up specifically to Ficare with a very frustrated look. Well, at least we're on the right track. Ficare is going to investigate specifically, like, uh, for any sort of magical residue or taint that was mentioned in the area, specifically keying it to see if it matches anything um, where we met those two blood hunters back when we were traveling to the Magisterium for the first time and uh, I, we killed the warlock. So the minute you turn on... Are you, are you turning on your magic sight? Yep. Blink. The minute you turn on your magic sight, you are blinded by, by uh, an unholy aura emanating from that circle. Um, the entire area feels wrong and corrupted and warped. The very same type of corruption that you've seen before uh, that followers okay. of Idos have left behind. Um, uh-huh. It seems like... So the, 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 it is a devil-summoning circle, but the residue left behind does not match that of a devil. Uh, it, it seems to be like... It seems like they're trying to summon a being from beyond the material plane and also from beyond the known infernal and celestial planes. Something from mm. the astral plane or beyond even that. Gotcha. But they're using demonic they're using devil summoning circles to uh potentially because of a alignment similarities. Um you know that no, mm-hmm. you know that no devils have been summoned here. The summoning was okay. successful. Um, okay. Because that was the next question. You can tell that something was successful, but that nothing came through. You imagine that in order for okay. it to, in order for whatever there, you know, you can only imagine based on the size of the amount of corruption here that whatever they're trying mm-hmm. to summon was too large for the portal they were able to open. Right. Oh, okay, so it's, they opened a door, but the door was not big enough for anything to get out. Yes. I share that information with the rest of the group. Huh? What? Uh, suggestions on how to find the cultists. When she hears devils, watch the back arch and... Let me look for tracks. For the cultists. Graza, Theod, I think this one's your department. Yeah, they obviously don't yeah. care about where they go. <laughs> next time I, ha- next really time I have to break down a cult, I'm charging double. I'm pretty really sure you can't charge the farmers who, who are giving what they have a double. I don't think they have it. I said next time. Fikir's looking for tracks, too. I've done this too many times. I really wouldn't have cared what cult they were in. It's, uh, it wasn't until they were killing... Until I found out that they were killing people. I don't know the Eidos part of the objective, though. Alright, uh, so, Theod, you find a ser- you find a set of tracks. Um, that is really awful tonight, apparently. Raza, you also find the tracks, but Theod, you, 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 you're able to determine that the tracks... Um, so Fakir and Graza both find the same tracks, and Theod, you also find them, but you are able to determine that it is a rough that that left this site 
there are roughly 10 people, one of whom was being dragged. Okay. I'll, I'll totally recount the story Aragorn style. When <laughs> yes. you know what I'm talking about, so awesome. Uh, I know, I know, I so, know what you're talking about. Yep. So recount it. Okay. So they obviously had uh, right back. their subject, whatever they were, was dragged away or dragged here. Dragged away. Dragged away. They might have brought two people or multiple people to this site. To sacrifice, and whatever didn't work, they dragged somebody away with them. Um, there's ten of them. Um, Which direction did they go? Yeah, I'm assuming. I'm just going to assume south. South, yeah, south. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they went that way. So we're going that way, right? Yeah. Yeah. All the tracks. Sounds good to me. Make survival checks again. Do I get advantage since I already did so well? It has a high wisdom. I have decent survival. Guess I'm just really angry. (laughs) I've got the same modifier as Graza. Should I roll for her? Um. I'll roll for her. Because I have access I'm, to the character sheet. No. Because I, I am the chief. Work. All right. Uh, so between Graza, uh, Fika- between Graza, Fakir, and Nerali, um, you managed to keep an eye on the tracks and keep them going. Uh, you, Fakir, you in particular noticed that when uh, after a after about half an hour of walking, it seems like they met up with a few other groups. <laughs> a few other groups? Do I have any idea of what size? Roughly about the same size. It looks like they met up with two other groups right now. I'm back. And started heading south, more, uh, more southwest. I point that out. <laughs> looks like we've got... Two more groups of about the same size, which puts our count at roughly 30 cultists. All headed southwest now. This could be fun. Southwest it is. Alright, you continue heading southwest. Uh, Yes. Want me another survival check? Jesus. One sec. That's All something right. at least. Alright, uh, so Theod, you, you've you've kind of lost the, the direction of the shuffle, but everybody else has... Uh, I'm distracted by the number of people that we might have to kill now. Yeah, uh, everybody else... <laughs> you, 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 you I'm to keep on it. focused on the number of people we might have to kill now. And you find... <laughs> You, you all find um, that the tracks end abruptly in the middle of a flat plain. Uh, could an arcana check determine what yeah. might do that? Sure. Fakir's got the magic guy, so on. 
No magical residue. <laughs> while they're looking for while they're looking for magical residue, I'm going to actually start searching the ground for a trap door. I think it's for trap. Yep. Nope. Too distracted. This could be a really fun fight. <laughs> <laughs> I like how I was going for twenty-two. I have been pulling my garbage today. So all the mages do not find any information. All the, all the all the magic users that are looking for Arcana stuff do not find information. Raza, however, sees where the ground is supposed to move and open up like a trap door. Yeah. You're not looking for portals. You're looking for... Well, I mean, technically, a um, trap door is a portal. Uh, it's just... I feel like I should say something about the lines that now you're not thinking about portals or something, but you know. Just let's go. go. You, 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 <laughs> I pull yeah. the, the door. I'm going to pull there's my sword no, out. There's no door. Or the. There's just, anyway. there's just dirt. Grazi can see that the dirt is supposed to move somehow, but not how. Can I move it? With what? Uh. My claws or a sword, if I need to. So you start digging with your claws, and you're just moving dirt. Uh, make a strength check. Shakira starts looking around for like. Things that I can roll with a plus six modifier or something. My dice don't want to roll above ten today. <laughs> make a survival check, Shakira, or a perception check. Perception. Okay. <laughs> Perception to make sure we're not being watched while we fumble around with this door. Okay. I don't think my dice have rolled above 10 once today. You don't think you're being watched. Um, Fakir, while, while Graza is digging in the dirt and not making a lot of progress, uh, you find what looks at first looks innocuously like a fallen tree branch. Mm-hmm. But you realize that there's no tree around. Right. <laughs> I pick up the branch. Uh, so you reach down and grab it and pull, and you realize the branch is actually a lever, and it doesn't pick uh-huh. up properly, it just sort of shink. And right. where Graza is digging, the ground suddenly shifts. Uh, uh, well, someone found the answer. Slides back and reveals a set of staircases going a, st- a set of sta- a staircase going down. Oh, well, good work, Sukair. Adjusting my mask. Because now it's dark. I'll move up to... Yeah. Very well. Who all has dark vision? Yo. Everybody. But me. Uh, Everybody. <laughs> oh, wait, does Mave not have dark vision? Because Lavis took the dark vision magic. Say. La- right, yeah, Maeve doesn't, and yeah. Maeve has a lantern, though. Yeah. Right. I'm just Maeve. Do you, do you like the lantern? What? Does it look like we're walking down into the tunnel? Uh, it's really dark. You can't even see the end of the stairs. Yeah. Lavis will cast light on a candle and oh, hand wait. it to Maeve. No, I won't. I will take out the drift globe. Hold that up so it's not the lantern. Nah. So Maeve, I don't even have to hold it. It just floats. Maeve pulls a crystal sphere off of her hip, uh, mutters an arcane word, and the sphere lights up brilliantly as if the sun was in her. Um, and it 
just takes off and floats. All right. I'm not, like, too far ahead. I don't want it to go get ideas about running. No, yeah, have it hang back, because I'm going to try and... Scout ahead, so to speak. Yeah, because I'm all, you know, soft and dainty. I'll go up front after after Nerali's scouts. They can, they can stay by my shoulder, just so I can see. If you guys can all see, then it'll stay by me, I guess. So you enter into the darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, John, what were the yeah. exact mechanics of my two swords? Um, the blue one. Feywall, uh, Fey Dancer, um, allows you, when you, when you activate it, it, uh, I believe it makes you, give, basically gives you concealment against attacks. Yeah, it makes you, it makes you sort of phase between the material plane and the Feywild. And while you're in that phasing state, you're harder to hit. You have a percent, they have a percent chance to miss you. For how long, and I'm assuming once for long rest. Uh, it's a uh, yeah. It's once per long. Actually, no. Um, it's once per short rest, and it lasts till the end of an encounter. Okay. What's the other one do? The other one makes berserker rage. Makes him go berserk. Ah. It's uh, at a minus two to my AC, right? Yeah. It makes you go berserk and gives you a minus two to your AC. But you don't care because you're berserk. <laughs> is that once is that one per short rest as well? Yes, once per short rest. And it lasts until the end of... I mean, it lasts for how long berserk does. Which is, un- which is until you stop hitting things or things stop hitting you. Exactly. Well, stop swinging at things. Even if you miss, it still makes you angry. Alright, and as you all descend into the darkness below, I believe that's where we'll call this episode to a close. So, thank you all very much for listening to us uh, fool around here on Grand Terror Adventures. Uh, And we have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out on our website at financialfilms.com. You can also check us out on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. Uh, and if you like what you hear, please feel free to throw a couple bucks our way. Uh, if you want to donate but you don't want to do a monthly donation on the Patreon, we do have a PayPal donate button on our website now, so check that out uh, if you'd like to assist us in purchasing equipment or just simply doing what we do. Thanks a lot, and uh, we hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Goodbye.